The other day, something shifted. For the first time in a while, I felt like myself. Sometimes we don't realize we're not feeling like ourselves. The same way we don't always realize how heavy something is until we set it down for a minute. I was walking through the house, picking up loose ends, a sweater hanging off a towel rack, a half-empty cup of tea that had gone cold, a book I'd left on the kitchen table, which belongs by my side of the bed. As usual, the dogs were right behind me, following my every move, making sure I wasn't about to change out of my yoga pants into some kind of fancier pants and leave them behind. I paused at the foot of my bed in the middle of all the commotion and just noticed how completely present I suddenly felt. It was this ordinary, extraordinary moment of not being in the past or the future, just being perfectly here, peaceful with all of it. The mess in my room, the futility of the tidying up I was trying to do, the quiet, quasi-begging energy of the dogs, standing close, wanting things, the shadows of boxwood branches dancing against the sunlit curtains, the sound of the wind, the slight tinge of hunger just starting up in my belly. I felt completely present with all of it, without leaping toward the habitual need to change it or falling into that sense of what's next. What's next? What's next? The pressure of one thing always needing to lead to another. And I realized in that moment of deep alignment that I felt at ease. I felt natural. Like the tension wasn't there all of a sudden. Like I'd pulled the car over on the highway under an overpass in the pouring rain. Have you ever done that? It's wild to go from loud, pounding rain, the kind of rain your wipers can barely keep up with, to utter stillness, to a sense of being sheltered, set free from the tyranny of weather, which is just another way of saying the tyranny of what we can't control. I've been in this psychic space that feels like an extension of the week between Christmas and New Year's when nothing counts, when even the companies that remain open for business don't feel open for business in the usual way. And everywhere you go, the show is in intermission. I got caught up on that pausey frequency and I've really struggled to hop off. I think it's a combination of many factors, 
A big one has been integrating an 80-pound rescue dog into our pack on short notice. My calendar says it's the end of February, but my body says it's the beginning of November. I feel like I'm about a trimester behind the rest of the world. And underneath that feeling, the word should hums unconsciously like an electric cattle prod. I should be getting with the program. I should be done with the wonkiness of the holidays. I should be off and running in the new year. But the truth is, that's not how I've been feeling at all. The truth is, almost everything in my life takes about three times as long as I think it will. The truth is, Unrealistic expectations erode self-love. They create shame and disconnect inside of us. When we feel like ourselves, we're coming from soul. That's where all the good stuff lives. Clicking into lockstep with my soul feels like sitting behind the wheel of a fast car with a full tank of gas. The top is down, the sun is out. There's no map, no curfew. We can just drive and drive. I saw a post the other day that read, a murderer kills your body, a narcissist kills your soul. As a survivor of narcissistic abuse, I deeply understand what the person who posted this was trying to convey. But the soul cannot be killed, and it's extremely important that we understand this. Our access to our own soul can be blocked the same way the sun can disappear behind a patch of storm clouds. And in extreme cases, it might feel more like an eclipse. Everything goes totally dark. But no matter what, the sun is still there. The soul is still there. We may go through times of disconnection or overwhelm. We may lose the beat or the plot. We may experience deep despair because of this, but the soul is still there. And the present moment is like a portal to it. When we can support ourselves to stop ricocheting mentally between past and future, even for just a minute or two, and drop into the present moment, surrender into the present moment, we will find our soul there. It's always a profound relief when this happens, like remembering something you forgot that you forgot, a lyric that swims back to the forefront of your mind, a famous person's name, the answer to a trivia question. It's so satisfying to remember. And though all things are subject to change, and our conditioned minds are very strong, and it's impossible for us to stay in the present moment rooted to the spiritual side of ourselves indefinitely. 
it is possible to leverage the momentum of how good and energizing it feels when we feel like our true selves. We can use those moments as springboards. We don't have to grasp or cling on to them. That's not really the point with inspiration. That's not how it's meant to work in our lives. When we're fortunate enough to step off the hamster wheel of the ego and make conscious contact with that true nature, soulful self, this becomes a reference point inside the body. Over time, we hone an understanding of the difference, of how it feels when we're at ease, in our authenticity, coming from soul, versus when we're caught up in an ego story, suffering under the pressure to feel different than how we truly feel. Part of knowing thyself, which is one of the most powerful spiritual directives of all time, is knowing what is not thyself. The difference gives us an orientation for our lives. It's the beginning of all meaningful, lasting change. <laughs>